0: With the 7th pick in the 2012 NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors select Harrison Barnes from the University of North Carolina.
1: I'm just really blessed to be in this position. I mean, no matter what pick I was drafted, you know, obviously I'm very thankful that Golden State drafted me and you know, I'm excited to be there.
2: Harrison Barnes, the 7th overall pick of the 2012 draft going to the Golden State Warriors. Warriors very happy to have him there. The 6'8" 210-pound forward for North Carolina who hails from Mount Vernon, New York, averaged 16 points over two years in his collegiate career, and the Warriors very happy to have Barnes get to them at number seven. They go on in the second round, to, or actually late first round, the very last pick of the first round, Festus Ezeli, the seven-footer who can block shots and defend at the rim. He, of course, played at Vanderbilt, originally from Nigeria, and spent some time at Jesuit High School in Sacramento. Draymond Green of Michigan State, the ultimate glue guy, goes to the Warriors at 35 in the second round. And then with the 52nd pick of the 2012 draft, Oshinan Kuzmich, a big seven-foot center from Bosnia, ends up in the lap of the Golden State Warriors a guy that they can let develop maybe another year overseas. I Tim Roy Corson it's great to be with you here on our Draft to Special on June 28 2012 coming up in this show we'll hear from the Warriors director of scouting Larry Riley. I talked to him right after the pick. We talked about how the first round was shaping out. We'll get reaction about the pick of Harrison Barnes from head coach Mark Jackson at David Aldridge of NBA.com. Then we'll hear from Harrison Barnes himself as he talks about the joy of being selected in the NBA lottery. A couple of local guys went in the first round. Damian Lillard, who, of course, hails from Oakland, went to Portland with the number six pick of round number one. And then later on in the first round, Jared Cunningham was selected, of course, it's from San Leandro, and he went to the Cleveland the Cavaliers, Though ultimately ending up with the Dallas Mavericks via trade. And we have some comments from both of those guys. They both worked out for the Golden State Warriors, so stay tuned for that. Festus Azili from Vanderbilt will join us later on the show, as well as his head coach, Kevin Stallings. We'll talk to Draymond Green, who is very happy to be coming to Oakland, and his head coach, the legendary Tom Izzo. Bob Myers, Warriors general manager, will come by and talk about his first NBA draft as a GM All that coming up in our draft special. Unfortunately, because of some modifications and renovations at KMBR 1050, we will not be able to take phone calls. we would have loved to have talked to you about this 2012 NBA draft. Unfortunately, not able to do that tonight. But sit back and enjoy. You'll hear from all the participants for the Warriors in this 2012 NBA draft on KMBR 1050.
0: With the 30th pick, in the 2012 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Festus Azili from Benin City, Nigeria, and Vanderbilt University.
2: Go. Well, David Stern ending a rough first round for the commissioner there. <laughs> he was not the most popular guy in the building tonight, but he took it in great stride and good humor. I right? Tim always we come back with our... NBA Draft special. Earlier in the first round, the Warriors had the seventh overall selection of the 2012 draft. and They took Harrison Barnes, a talented forward from North Carolina. And moments later, General Manager Bob Myers was addressing the media right here at the Warriors practice facility. We're thrilled.
3: We love this player. We love him for our team. Uh, the owner and I saw him in New York last week. Uh, this week, actually. It's been a long week. But he is um, one of the best people in the draft, and we think one of the best players.
2: So character mattering mattering to the Golden State Warriors as well as the uh, talent part of the equation. Let's run down the first round to that moment. The New Orleans Hornets took Anthony Davis, maybe the one franchise changer in this draft, the forward out of Kentucky. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, that's when the wheels started to turn. He was taken second by the Charlotte Bobcats. Up until that point, many thought that Bradley Beal of Florida was going to end up in that selection and be traded uh, from Charlotte to Cleveland with Charlotte moving down. Bradley Beal would go next, the guard from Florida going to the Washington Wizards with the third overall selection. And then maybe the first real surprise of the draft, Deion Waiters, the guard from Syracuse, moving up to number four as he had a meteoric rise here in the last couple of weeks uh, in the NBA draft. And that left Thomas Robinson on the board for Sacramento. They took him, the power forward from Kansas. Damian Lillard, Oakland's own. we'll hear from him in a moment. He, uh, of course, the point guard from Weber State. He went to Portland at number six. That left Harrison Barnes on the board for Golden State at number seven. And they were very happy to make that selection. Right about that time, right after the Warriors picked, I had a chance to talk with a guy who's been through a number of drafts and asked his opinion about how things were going on. Warriors Director of Scouting, Larry Riley, you've been through a bunch of these, so any uh, major surprises for you so far?
0: Oh, not major. The biggest thing is that the Golden State Warriors are happy. <laughs> uh, there's always somebody who climbs in a draft this year, of course, Dion Waiters, and uh, we uh, we weren't. You know, it wasn't totally unexpected that, that something like this would happen. Um, that, uh, that's probably the thing that's maybe a little bit different than what everybody predicted. But as we got closer to the draft, you kept hearing more and more about Dion waiters And uh, that climb's probably the bigger surprise, but certainly is not shocking.
2: What separated Harrison Barnes from the rest at seven? Well, I just think that
0: the overall picture where you have a guy who is a good shooter, he has size for the position, he's also a young person at a position that we can use some help at, and that's the, the three spot. He has a great deal of room to grow. Um, he's a player who's going to be a part of a team, and he has pride, so therefore he's going to want to show that he belongs. And uh, as, as a guy coming out of high school, he was really thought of to be one of the best ever, and I wouldn't say he failed. I wouldn't take that, you know, but what I would say is I think that Harrison Barnes still believes that he has things to prove to the world of basketball, and we will do it in the right sort of way.
2: Larry Riley's been tw- through 24 NBA well, drafts, and he is a guy small. that uh, certainly that, is very happy to see a talent like Harrison Barnes on the board for the Golden State Warriors. First team all ACC selection as a sophomore, second team as a freshman, averaging 15.7 his freshman year, and 17 points a game, shooting 44% from the field in his sophomore season. And he is a talent and one of the best shooters in the draft. Let's get some reaction. First from the head coach of the Golden State Warriors.
4: We'll do our homework, and everybody that – we talked to said that this kid was quality as far as an individual. Changing the culture, you want to make sure that you have quality people. Not only that, he's a guy that loves the game of basketball. He's the one guy that we sat with and could break down our team uh, from top to bottom. Uh, loves the game, is a student of the game, and wants to get better. Uh, we're excited to have him. We, we, we think he's a natural small forward, the ability to score, and it just um, – Uh, It fell into our laps. We're very fortunate that he was still around at the seventh
2: pick. Head coach Mark Jackson. Obviously, you hear the excitement in his voice for the guy who was the Sporting News 2009 National High School Athlete of the Year. Let's get some reaction from those from around the country. David Aldridge of NBA.com.
1: Well, it's a good fit. They were looking for a a small forward with the rail right situation kind of being in flex they want to try and upgrade that position and and they wanted a small forward and Harrison Barnes is going to fit right in I think with what they like to do I mean he's a guy that can move without the basketball as you see here as they start to build that team around Clay Thompson and and Steph Curry now they had a wing that can get his own shot that can shoot the basketball gives him another talented player and he rebounds very well for his position as well so I think it's a good solid pick for the Warriors.
2: That uh, soundbite courtesy of our friends at NBA TV. I'm not sure who the DJ was in that equation. Let's move on. I had a chance to talk to Harrison Barnes, and and obviously he was so excited. And by the time we had a chance to speak with him, he had talked to media, not only in New York, but here in Oakland. And I'm sure uh, a whole bunch of interviews, but you can tell uh, Harrison Barnes ready to start his NBA dream. Harrison, it's a pleasure to get to uh, talk to you. And first of all, uh, tell me your reaction, Golden State Warriors. You're in the NBA now. It's got to be a dream come true.
1: Um, yeah, it really is just a dream come true. Just to be able to, obviously, know, not only be selected by a great team, but just to finally be a part of the NBA and just something I've always worked for.
2: What is it like to sit there and to have to wait? And did you have an idea that that it was going to be a Golden State as your destination?
1: Um. I mean, I had an idea that um, they have some interest in me, but I try to try to come in with an open mind. They want to get too, you know, focused in on one team picking me, so I just try to come in with an open mind and just be, you know, very fluid with my thoughts.
2: What was it like for you to sit there? Um, it, it was fine
1: for me. Um, I was happy for everyone else who got selected ahead of me. Obviously, you know, it was a big day, you know, for everyone in the draft. I mean, not just you know myself. So it was good to see everyone kind of reach you know our goals together.
2: You guys have sort of a kindred spirit going on there in the green room. Uh yeah.
1: I mean, there's a lot of you know. We all you know high five each other, you know, congratulate each other. I mean, everyone's reaching this milestone together. I mean, everyone's worked for this. You know, everyone's gone down different paths, and we all end up at the same place. So, I mean, it's a very happy day for everyone.
2: And you were the Sporting News High School Player of the Year. You get into the ACC, which obviously is is top notch competition. Give me your analysis of how you did in your two years at Carolina.
1: Um, I mean, we didn't reach the ultimate goal, which was winning a national championship. But I do feel like we did um, do a lot of good things. I feel like I, you know, improved a lot, and uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, obviously continuing to grow at the next level. You
2: know, when you talk about uh, basketball, you know, I've always said it's five guys working as one. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what happened for you when Marshall went down. When a, when a guy that good, a distributor that good. Goes down. What happens to a team, and what happened to you?
1: Um, I mean, it was very difficult. Um, you know, it was, it was tough. You know, I tried to you know do the best I could. Um, you know, at that point in time, a um, team's you know scheming against our team, but um, there were a lot of injuries that plagued our team this year. And you when know, one guy goes down, you know, they try to step up, and when three guys get hurt throughout the season, you know, it's hard to it's hard to recover from that. What do you know
2: about the Warriors right now?
1: Um, I know they they are a team that um, really wants to win. I mean, I mean they have great point guards, Steph Curry. He's obviously coming off injury. Um, you know, Clay Thompson, both of them are really good three-point shooters. They have Bogut, kind of down low for their, uh, their toughness. Beatrice is still getting healthy, so they have a lot of good pieces as well at the right.
2: And if you were coming into the NBA, if you're looking at an area that you want to improve your game at, what would it be?
1: Um, just playmaking. I feel like, you know, with such great shooters, it'll be um, the line will be wide open to drive. So when teams collapse, just making sure you get the ball at the open shooters or open postman.
2: Now, this is also a celebration for your family and friends. Uh, What's their reaction been so far?
1: Um, They've been, you know, extremely happy. Um, I haven't seen them quite yet because I've been doing a lot of media. Um, They're very emotional at the table, and everyone's very excited.
2: You have any plans for later on tonight? Um, I'm going to go to a little quiet
1: dinner with my family.
2: That's good to be able to celebrate with your your family and friends. We look forward to seeing you you come out here and be a part of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and, of course, we're, we're very happy that the Warriors picked you at number seven spot. And you're going to find out when you get out here that uh, we have one of the greatest fan bases in all of sports. And you're going to like playing at Oracle Arena because it gets nice and loud.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I look forward to it.
2: Harris, a pleasure to talk with you. Congratulations. All right. Thank you very much. Harrison Barnes, the number one pick of the Golden State Warriors in the seventh overall selection. This is part of the Warriors draft show, presented by Cash Creek Casino Resort. And don't forget, you can secure the best remaining lower-level seat locations for the upcoming season of Warriors basketball with Warriors season tickets. Guarantee your seats tonight by calling one A gsw hoop and pressing option number one, and you'll have a chance to watch Barnes, Azeli, Green, and company next year. Now, coming up, We'll hear from a couple of local guys, uh, Damian Lillard and Jared Cunningham, who went in the first round of the NBA draft. And we'll run down round number one of the 2012 NBA draft as our draft show brought to you by Cash Creek Casino Resort continues on KMBR 1050.
5: With the 35th pick in the 2012 NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors select Draymond Green from Michigan State
2: University. We'll hear from Draymond Green later on this hour, as well as his uh, head coach, Tom Izzo, here on our Warriors Draft Show, presented by Cash Creek Casino Resort. I'm Tim Roy. Unfortunately, we can't take your calls tonight. Some renovation going on at KMBR 1050. I'd love to talk to you about this NBA draft, but we have lots to get to, including an interview with Festus Ezeli, the big man from Vanderbilt who was the Warriors pick, the last pick of the first round at number 30, Draymond Green, Tom Izzo, hopefully Bob Myers, Warriors general manager, will be strolling by here in just a few minutes. Let's run down the first round, the 2012 NBA draft. Anthony Davis, no surprise there, goes to the New Orleans Hornets with the first selection out of Kentucky, the power forward. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, the small forward from Kentucky, goes with the second pick to the Charlotte Bobcats. That left Bradley Beal, the Hot shooting guard from Florida to the Washington Wizards. Dion Waiters of Cleveland, uh, goes to Cleveland, rather, of the Syracuse Orangemen. A guy that came off the bench in his college career, but he's drafted number four overall. That left Thomas Robinson, the forward from Kansas, on the board for Sacramento. And the sixth pick. In the 2012 NBA draft, the Portland Trailblazers on the clock. They took Damian Lillard, who's, of course, from Oakland, played for the Oakland Rebels AAU, Oakland High. He's from Weber State. And he did a very shrewd thing and a very confident thing, I thought, in getting ready for the 2012 NBA draft. He did not work out with any of the groups. He worked out individually for teams. But he also played both days at the Chicago Combine. And when he came in for his workout here in Oakland, we asked him why.
6: Yeah, I mean, I I was given the option to sit, uh, like the other some of the other guys did, but I knew that there was a lot of question that you know I was doing my workouts individually and I wasn't going up against guys, so I just wanted to kill the, all of the talk that you know I was I didn't want to go against guys because I'm not scared of anybody, and um, I play I decided to play both days, you know, because I don't I didn't feel like I was going to go out there and sh- I didn't have anything to hide basically, right. and um, I performed well and I helped myself.
2: So not only showing that he's very competitive, he's a a great kid by all accounts, does a lot of work at Jim rat, and he is now the sixth selection of the 2012 NBA draft. Congratulations to another guy from the Bay Area heading for the NBA, Damian Lillard. Harrison Barnes, of course, whom we just heard from, was taken seventh by the Warriors, and then Terrence Ross, the shooting guard from Washington, goes at number eight to the Toronto Raptors. Detroit on the clock at nine. Andre Drummond, the center from Connecticut, sort of a raw big man, but he is big. Austin Rivers. Doc's son, out of Duke, goes to the New Orleans Hornets. And wouldn't you like to be on the bench for Boston when the Celtics play the Hornets next year? Myers Leonard, a big man with an incredible uh, personal story. The center from Illinois, he goes to Portland, so the Trailblazers get a point guard and a big man in this draft. Jeremy Lamb, the guard from Connecticut, Goes to the Rockets at number 12. Point guard Kendall Marshall from North Carolina to the Phoenix Suns. Maybe a hedge uh, for Steve Nash, an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he goes at 13. John Henson, very long forward from North Carolina. A shot blocker, not huge, but he goes to the Milwaukee Bucks. Maurice Harkless, Mo Harkless of St. John's, goes to the Philadelphia 76ers. A talk with Warriors television analyst Jim Barnett tonight. Very impressed with Mo Harkless says he shoots with ease and with, with good leg strength and has some good range and is a really good kid, so we'll keep our eye on him. Another incredible story at number 16 in the draft. The forward from Iowa State, Royce White, who admits he is scared of flying, has some anxiety issues. He's been very upfront about that. He goes to the Houston Rockets at 16. Tyler Zeller, uh, power forward slash center, drafted by Dallas at 17. He was moved later to Cleveland in a deal. Uh, The ACC player of the year for the Tar Heels. Terrence Jones, small forward from Kentucky, goes to Houston with the third of their uh, first-round picks at number 18. Andrew Nicholson from Canada via St. Bonaventure, drafted by Orlando at number 19. And then with the 20th pick in the first round, Evan Fournier, the French shooting guard, goes to the Denver Nuggets. Jared Sullinger, whose stock had dropped significantly in recent weeks, he goes to the Boston Celtics with their first of back-to-back First round selections, the forward from Ohio State. Fab Mello, the center from Syracuse, goes to Boston at number 22. John Jenkins, the first of two Vanderbilt Commodores, taking in the first round, a good shooting guard. He goes to the Atlanta Hawks at 23. And then at 24, the Cleveland Cavaliers would select Jared Cunningham, who eventually would be traded to Dallas as part of that deal. Of course, a guard from Oregon State, from San Leandro. And when he worked out, we found out just a little bit more about him via the inside of our own producer, R.C. Davis.
3: Your nickname is Flight. Yes. Yeah. How long have you had that nickname? I had it since my
2: freshman year in college. Uh, I got it. By just coming in as a freshman, you know, nobody really knew me. Just going out and just playing my heart and dunking on everybody. When I was doing research for these workouts today, it didn't take me very long to see uh, a lot of your highlights. Is that pretty cool to just be able to be a part of the YouTube generation? Yeah, definitely. You know, YouTube is, you know, gaining, you know, a lot of
3: interest every day. And, uh, you know, for me to have a couple videos in there and people recognize some of the things I can do, you know, it's great to
2: see that. That's Jared Cunningham of Oregon State. Our thanks to R.C. Davis for not only that, but the number of interviews he's done at Warriors.com. If you want to find out about some of these guys who are playing at the NBA next year, come to Warriors.com and check out the interviews that we did throughout the number of workouts the Warriors had. Now, we're at 25 in the first round. Tony Roden, Jr., the point guard from Washington, out of UW, goes to the Memphis Grizzlies. Indiana at 26 takes Mike Plumley, the power forward from Duke, and then... With the 27th selection, the champion of Miami Heat take Arnett Moultrie out of Mississippi State. That pick would be traded to though Philadelphia. Perry Jones, the third, intriguing small forward from Baylor, has some knee issues. He goes to Oklahoma City at 28. Marquise Teague, the brother of Jeff Teague, the Atlanta Hawks, a point guard. He is, of course, a point guard from Kentucky, selected by the Chicago Bulls. And of course, again, a hedge on the injury to Derrick Rose. They still have former Warrior C.J. Watson there, as well as John the Tyler the third, and so they adding another young point guard for the Bulls. That put the Warriors on the clock with a final pick of the first round. Festus Ezeli, the center from Vanderbilt. He brings shot blocking, work ethic, all kinds of skill. When we come back. We'll hear from that pick. Of course, Festus had a chance to talk to him, and he is a delightful young man. Stay tuned for that on the Warriors Draft Special presented by Cash Creek Casino Resort.
5: And with the 52nd pick in the 2012 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Ogden Kuzmich from Doughboy, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. He last played for Klinikas in spain
2: adam silver getting it done in the nba draft in the second round at the seven footer and we'll talk more about him a little bit later on but with the 30th pick of the first round the golden state warriors the final pick of the first round take a center from vanderbilt originally from nigeria v- via jesuit high school in the sacramento though we never played ball there went on to a, a junior college a team and you'll hear that part of the interesting story in just a minute six foot 11, 255 pounds and for the Commodores, the guy who originally wanted a career in medicine, uh, this was a guy that, that did a very good job improving every single year. In fact, his last two years averaging over 23 minutes a game, uh, averaging 13 one-year, 10 points the next year, and had a total of 543 rebounds in a four-year career and 204 blocks. Had a little bit of a, a slight knee Tweak in his uh, latter part of his senior year, but he is ready to go to work and just a great guy. So Warrior fans meet uh, their new center Festus easily. Hey, congratulations!
7: Uh, thank you, man. I, this man has not hit me yet, but I'm just like I don't know how
4: to feel. I'm laughing, crying, like jumping around. I want to go run around the street. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, thank just, you, thank you.
2: Just go out and howl at, <laughs> just go out and howl at the moon a little bit. You know, that's all you gotta do.
7: <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Yeah, thank you, man.
2: <laughs> so you, so you wanted to be a, wanted to be a doctor at one point, correct?
7: Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a long way away from that.
2: It is a long way. Maybe you can become the doctor of the pain or something like that. We can. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have to work the doctor thing in somehow, some way.
7: It's Doctor J, so I could be Doctor Fez.
2: There you go, Dr. easy. Something Doctor Fez it is. We like that. We like that. <laughs> now, yeah. I just spoke with Jerry West in the in the hallway okay. in the locker room and he said that, that you wanted to come here. Tell me about, you know, your your work out with the Warriors and, and uh talk a little bit about you know the the Warriors organization and why you wanted to come here.
7: Uh well when I came on uh I mean I I wanted to say I came on a visit, but when I visited there and I worked out with them, it just I like, it just fit. I met all the coaches, I met Jerry West, I met uh uh Coach Jackson, I met uh, I met the GM. I met everybody, and it just fit. Like I, I just, I, I really like the team. Guys were, were really cool. Uh, I had a good workout there, but I mean, I, I had a good workout in a lot of places. But I just, I was, uh, I was just excited because it's, it's a, it's about two hours away from my house where my parents live. You know, my mom lives. There, anything, but I'm just excited to to be here close to home and just ready to play, ready to work hard for this team.
2: Now, you're originally from Nigeria, but you started high school at Jesuit High outside of Sacramento. Uh, you got cut from the basketball team. And then you end up in a junior college as the video guy?
7: Yeah. I was, uh, I was gray-shirting, which is like taking classes but not going full-time. And then it, just to keep your eligibility alive because the uh, coach wanted me to stay till I was about 18 so I could play when it so, like, groom me. But meanwhile, yes, I was the video. I was the video guy.
2: <laughs> it's 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 an odd odd, uh, I guess, uh, journey to get to a, a very good school like Vanderbilt. But really, when you played AAU ball, that's when people started to take notice.
7: Right. And I, this story has been like sometimes I think about it. It just doesn't seem real. It seems like a like fictionary, but uh, it seems like a fiction tale. But it, it just, I don't know. I I, I still I feel like there's a uh, there's a really good end to the story. I just I keep working hard. I want to I want to finish the story off. Well.
2: This is Zizili, our guest here on the Warriors. A draft is special, the 30th pick of the 2012 a draft. Of course, you played for Vanderbilt, went to school there. Obviously very good school, but you guys also had some very good basketball teams there.
7: At Vanderbilt, I played there for four years. Actually, I was there for five. I played for four because I registered my first year, but... Yeah, no, it's a really good school, um, best of both worlds. We're in the SEC, and we're, I think we're a top 20 academically. It's, it's a great school.
2: And as you moved on, you made a, a big jump, you know, from one year to the next, going from three points and three rebounds a game to 13 and six. Why the big right. jump? Why the big jump? What did you do better?
7: Uh, I just worked my game. I, I finally got an opportunity, and I seized it, and, uh yeah the guy's really uh the guy in front of me he he left going go to go into the n b a and he eventually started playing overseas. I just saw an opportunity to play and I worked very hard that summer. i worked i mean very hard is an understatement i worked super 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 like hurt every night hard that's how that's how that how hard i worked and um i i just got better and I didn't want to let my teammates down I just got better and I was playing a whole lot better.
2: Now, as you head into the NBA, you know you start out by not knowing organized basketball, not playing organized basketball. How much better can you be?
7: Man, the sky's the limit. Uh, just showing you just by my journey so far, you can see that hard work pays off. I'm just gonna keep working as hard as I can, and I know the sky's the limit.
2: And I, I guess the 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 question I would also want to ask you is, you know, if you're heading into the NBA and and you're you're, you're heading toward this kind of a, a lifestyle. T- tell me what you're most concerned about coming into the league. Concerned?
7: Yeah. Uh, man, I haven't even had the time to think about worries <laughs> yet. I've just been so excited. Um, Concerned. I don't know, man. I, I'm just like, I mean, I know this is another big jump for me. And I have to the same way I transitioned from was the AAU basketball to redshirting to playing on the on the big stage in, in, in terms of college basketball, that's the next the next step I have to make is transitioning into the NBA, and so I can't wait to start working with the with the coaches, the NBA coaches, the uh, Golden State coaches, and just making that next jump. I'm just very excited for that.
2: If you're making the kind of progress you made at Vanderbilt in the NBA, you're going to be a good player in this league for a long time. We're, we're very happy to have you on board. I know the Warriors are very happy that you were there at 30. And congratulations. I can't wait to meet you. It's going to be a lot of fun.
7: I really cannot wait to be down there. I can't wait. I'll see you soon. All right. Congratulations. All right. Thank you.
2: Festus Azili, the Warriors, the first-round pick at the number 30 spot, the six-foot-11 center from Vanderbilt. And moments after that interview, we checked in with his head coach for Vandy, Kevin Stallings. Obviously, you've got to be very excited. You had two players selected, and uh, at least I think just two. I've been busy going back and forth the last 20 minutes. We, we, we,
5: had, we had two in the first round and the first pick of the second round. So okay. we uh, – we, we had we had a good night. A historic night for us.
2: No question about that. But the the guy I want to ask you about obviously is is Festus Azili. Tell me tell me about him and and what a remarkable story.
5: Well, it is a remarkable story and and um he is one of the most unique individuals um that that I've ever coached and and ever met. Um I, I think that I honestly think that he might be the steel of the entire draft because he's only been playing organized basketball for five years. Um and he 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 is capable of being very dominant and while he did not show necessarily his senior year uh the dominance because because of because of the injury, um I, I think that he's going to be one of those guys that's really going to blossom as all he does is play basketball and he gets in some years under his belt and, and that sort of thing. He obviously has um, an NBA body, NBA-ready body right now, and um, uh, he, he does some things defensively very well. He blocks shots, he patrols the paint, he defends the pick and roll extremely well, extremely well for a big guy, extremely well. And I know that's a big part of playing defense at that level, and um, uh, so I I just think I think he's going to be a really, really good player for them. But what he's going to be, and I don't know that this matters quite, quite frankly, Tim. I don't know that this matters as much to people on the NBA level. But he's as good-hearted of a human being as I've ever known, and um, he he is a special, special guy and and um the people out there are going to love him the coaches are going to love him the front office people are going to love him the fans are going to love him he is he's that kind of guy
2: well when you combine the ability to block shots and and to uh defend the pick and roll and then you add the character issue coach it sounds like the warriors have a winner here
5: he's a winner and um I'll tell you a quick story when when we when we recruited Festus he made me promise that we would redshirt him because he, because he had never been on a team. He had never been on an organized team, literally had never been on a team. And he told me, he said, Coach, I don't know how to be on a team. That's how far this kid has come. So five years ago, he's telling me he's, he doesn't know how to be on a team, and Coach, please register me so I can just figure out what being on a team means to being a first-round draft choice in the NBA. And he hasn't even scratched the surface yet. He hasn't scratched the surface with what he's going to be able to do offensively. Um and but but he's a he's a winner, he's a great teammate. Um he, he he's a winner in, in, in every respect. Great great character.
2: You know, it's funny, coach, that you mentioned that he uh he wanted the redshirt. Most guys come in, they're they're saying, Hey, I want to start and I want this many shots, this many touches and you know, he comes no, in and it was, once... it,
5: was just, it was just the opposite. It was I'm, I'm not ready for any of this yet, and I realize it. That, that that's the great thing about him, is the self-awareness of this is what I need to get better at. Um, the humility is <laughs> absolutely off the chart. I mean, he just is the most humble, good guy, ever. And and um, uh, he's he's just he's terrific. And and I really think I really think in in four or five years. He's going to be a starting, very, very productive center in the NBA with, with, with a great NBA career. Uh, that's, that's who I think he's going to be.
2: Coach, when you look at the uh, upside that he has, what areas can he get better at?
5: Um, I think he can get better uh, in, in his low post scoring uh, because he's got a, a terrific jump hook. He's got, a, he's got a good turnaround jump shot going the other direction. He's good offensively coming off the pick and roll. He's, he's good at, at, at the roll, catching the ball, converting, um, finishing. Um, you know, I, I think from a rebounding perspective, he's going to have to utilize his size a little bit better and go rebound outside of his area a little bit more than he did with us. Uh, I think some of that was impacted by uh, the early knee injury. And, and I think that obviously in the workouts that he did for the clubs uh, after the season was over with, his knee felt better and he had more confidence in it. So I think it's one of those things that he, he's going to have to do a better job of utilizing his size and athleticism uh, to be a more effective rebounder. But, um, uh, but, but I, I think he'll do that. I, I think that will come very naturally to him. And, and uh, uh, But those would be the two things that I would think that he needs, needs the most work on.
2: Well, coach, congratulations on your, your your seasons of late and the great job you're doing at Vandy. Uh, last time I think the Warriors had a big guy from Vandy. It was Clyde Lee, and it worked out really well here. He was one of the most beloved players in the Bay Area in the history, and maybe Festus is on his way there as well.
5: Well, we, we hope so. And I tell you, we've got we've got balconies in our gym that they call they call the balconies the Clyde built, and um, so Clyde Lee is still beloved here as well. And uh, but but from a from a humanistic and a, and a character standpoint you're, you're getting the same kind of guy festus Azili is is special and the people in the bay area will love him
2: thanks so much coach
5: all right Tim. thank you bye-bye
2: high praise indeed comparing festus azalea to clyde lee of course clyde lee who's uh, life-size pictures in the hallway here at the warriors practice facility one of the great role players screen setters, and just a tough good teammate a great guy to have along and by the way festus Azili you can follow him on Twitter as you follow me, at Warriors V O X. You can follow the Warriors at Warriors. And you can follow Festus at Fell FezzyFel, F-E-Z-Z-Y-F-E-L. And he's already uh, tweeted out, Warrior. I like the sound of that. So Festus Azili, a Golden State Warrior, with the 30th selection of the 2012 NBA draft. We are not done here. Now, we know that you, some of you have... Wanted to call in and express your opinions on the draft. We cannot take phone calls tonight because some renovations going on over at KMBR uh, 1050, and and also the uh, internet uh, is is stream is down as well, so you can't listen there. We are going to make it a podcast. We're going to download it, make it a podcast at iTunes on SoundCloud. So make sure you, if you can't get it tonight, you can listen to it in its entirety uh, there, as we do with all of our programs. Uh, but if you want a question. Answered, and hopefully we'll have Bob Myers here in a moment. You can uh, send me a question at Warriors Vox, Warriors V O X, and I'll try to answer it uh, as we have a moment. But when we come back, we'll talk to the 35th selection of the 2012 NBA Draft, Draymond Green of Michigan State, and we'll also hear from legendary head coach Tom Izzo as the Warriors Draft Special continues, presented by Cash Creek Casino Resort
5: with the 35th pick in the 2012 nba draft the golden state warriors select draymond green from michigan state university
2: draymond green goes to the warriors at 35 6 foot 7 236 pounds nba draft that calls him the ultimate glue guy we'll hear from his head coach the legendary tom Izzo, in just a few moments but we had a chance to talk to Draymond Green and the Warriors were thrilled to have him at uh, 35 and uh, Draymond in return was thrilled to be selected. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So uh how how was draft day for you? Tell me tell me what was going on for you.
4: An emotional roller coaster, you know, going from anxious and nervous to calming down and back nervous to you know not hearing a name called in the first round to wonder what's going to happen next but You know, I think I ended up in a great place in Golden State. You know, I think that's going to be a great fit for me, and I'm just looking forward to it and excited for it.
2: Well, I've talked to uh, Jerry West a few moments ago. You know who he is, right? Of course. Of course, the logo. And he says that that he was thrilled to find you where you were there, and he thinks you're going to add a level of uh, toughness that the, the Golden State Warriors need.
4: Oh, you know, and I, I thank him for the opportunity. You know, all those guys out there in our organization. I'm just happy for them to take me in to be a part of it.
2: You know, and it's a
4: great opportunity. You know, to to be a Golden State Warrior. You know, I'm thankful. I've watched them. My guy, hometown guy, Jason Richardson, was there, and he was there for years. And I'm just looking forward to following it up.
2: You know, the Warriors over the past few years have also found some gems in the second round. Montells, Gilbert Arias come to mind. You could be one of those guys.
4: Definitely. You know, those are second-round guys who play with the Golden State Warriors who've made great careers out of, you know, being second-round pick. And like I said before, I think it's a great fit for me, you know, to, to follow in those same footsteps.
2: What does Draymond Green bring to the NBA?
4: Toughness. You know, I'm going to bring toughness. I'm going to rebound. You know, i a great person. You know, I I know one thing about me is, you know, I, I can score if needed to score. I can pass if needed to pass. But one thing, no matter what, regardless of what I'm asked to do, I'm going to rebound. And I think I can bring that toughness to the NBA.
2: Rebound is one thing that always translates college to pro. It's something that, that stays consistent because it's really about desire.
4: That's all it is. It's about who wants the ball more. And, you know, I definitely want the ball, so... You know, rebound the ball going to get it, and I think, you know, that's something that I really take pride in and, you know, looking forward to bringing it to the war.
2: Tell me about this last year for the the Spartans playing under Tom Izzo. Uh, regular season, Big Ten to championship, Big Ten to tournament, to championship. What was that like for you?
4: Oh, man, it was great, you know, just to be able to lead a team, a young team like that to a Big Ten tournament championship, Big Ten championship, sweet 16, number one seed. You know, I think it was a great year for us, and, You know, to say I was the leader of that team, you know, it's 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 an honor and a privilege. You know, just to be a leader under coaches, though, it means so much. You know, that word means so much, and you know, I think it just means a lot to me to be that. But playing on that team this year was fun. You know, we enjoyed playing together. Guys enjoyed being together, and it was fun. And I look forward to that same thing with the Golden State
2: Warriors. Now, that was the the team part of it. The individual part of it. You were Big Ten Player of the Year. That's quite an honor.
4: It definitely is an honor. You know, you're talking great players. who have been Big Ten Player of the Year. You know, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of that fraternity. And, you know, it's been it's been a great ride. And I couldn't ask for more. I'm just thankful for it.
2: Any uh, particular players that you're fond of who play for the Golden State Warriors?
4: Uh, you know, I like a lot of guys like Golden State. Of course, Steph Curry shoots the blood off the ball. You got Clay Thompson who shoots the ball. Andrew Bowman who's proven himself as a great big man to me, Looking forward to him getting back healthy. You know, then you bringing in guys like Harrison Barnes, you know, who's a great player. So I'm looking forward to it. You got David Lee, who's a great power forward in the NBA. So, you know, I think Golden State definitely has the pieces, and I'm looking forward to being there to come in and add to that.
2: How excited are you to get started? I'm very excited. You
4: know, I think it's, like I said before, it's a chance of a lifetime. You know, I'm looking forward to getting out to Oakland on Sunday and, you know, starting first day of a new life for me you know that today is the first day the rest of my life but i'm looking forward to get out into oakland and you know, what it has to offer but you know trying to come out there and do some things to help help change the organization back back around
2: draymond how's your family doing today
4: great You know, it's a great day for everybody it's been constant constantly going but you know everybody's been great you know they supported me through it all And it's it's just, I can't remember the loss for words, but my family's doing great and everybody's happy.
2: You mentioned about getting ready to start. Summer League is right around the corner, so we look forward to to watching you play there. And and, uh, Draymond, we're very excited to have you on the Golden State Warriors roster. I look forward to meeting you, and really, honestly, congratulations.
4: Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it.
2: Well, you know what, Draymond Green coming out of Michigan State has had some great coaching because Tom Izzo is truly a legend in the basketball world, and we know from having watched Jay Rich play here before, you know he has guys that are good character guys, hard workers, guys that will certainly play. They're all on the basketball floor, and it was a pleasure to catch up with the coach just a few minutes ago. And we just talked to Draymond, and, and uh, it's just an exciting day for, for a young man. That had to be a lot of fun for you.
8: Well it was a lot of fun for me you know i uh i uh you, you get to a place like that you watch your kid grow and he's got better every year i think I think you guys gotta steal i really do I think he's a perfect a Mark Jackson kind of coach, and I think you're gonna love him you're gonna really love him because he's a great interview he's a great kid, and uh the guy can win you know and, and that's what he's all about he's a winner and I think you gotta steal.
2: Well, if he has any of the heart and the winning aspects of uh, a guy from Michigan State we had a while back named Jay Rich, then uh, he's yeah. going to do just fine then.
8: You know, Jay, Jay Rich texted and said, God, at least Golden State loves those Michigan State guys. But, you know, I talked to the guys from Golden State a decent amount this week, and, uh, you know, if I had to be honest with you, I I I, I think uh, I suspect I it out to go in the first round, uh, in a couple of trades and a couple of little things, I think, changed that. But uh, I also think he landed with the right team, and that's what normally happens, you know, somehow, some way. So I'm hoping that he's going to fit in well there. And, uh, oh, he's got a heart now. He's got a big heart, and uh, he competes, and uh, he's a damn good player. So I think he's going to be great for you.
2: Coach, when you uh, look at some of the draft stuff on NBA Draft Net, they mention that he's the ultimate glue guy. Why is he such a good team player?
8: Well, you know, I've had a couple of guys uh, that work. Jay Rich was one of the hardest workers I ever had. The team Cleves. and, And yet Draymond Green is one of the best leaders I ever had. One of the best chemistry guys. I think sometimes the NBA, you know, I get tired of hearing how college is one way and the NBA is another. I think on the great teams, Chemistry is uh, an incredibly valuable commodity, and uh, I think he brings it. I think he'll be one of the best teammates he ever had in that city. I, I really mean that. I know I'm sounding a little bit crazy here on, the, on, a, on a strong statement, but uh, the guy just knows how to win, and he knows how to get along with people. And uh, and right now, I think that is more valuable than, uh, than gets credit for. At, at least it was. I know it was with us. You know, we, we had a team two years ago that was pretty talented and, you know, had an okay year. And last year, maybe not quite as talented and had a great year, and he was 90% of it.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I've I've broadcast a, a number of games where a team with less talent and better chemistry have beaten a team with, with better players. And, and for, for Draymond, what kind of a, a skill set will he bring to the Warriors?
8: You know, he's a versatile player. I mean, sometimes I played him at the point. he's 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 not a great athlete. and It seems like that's all they look for in the draft now. But he knows how to play, and that's what I look for. And he he really has a great understanding of the game. He's a great passer. He's an adequate shooter from college three point range shot almost forty percent. And I think with his shot and the way he's gotten better every year, he'll he'll be a good stretch guy on that. Um, he uh, I think he's a. You know, not the athlete like some, but more in a Shane Battier type that has a great understanding of the game. So he he uh, he, he, he excels defensively because of anticipation, understanding, the scouting reports, things like that. Uh, so I think you're getting a guy that can do a lot of different things, and uh, then bring the character issues uh, off the
2: charts you got 412 wins on your resume, six final fours. Uh, where does Draymond Green fit in with some of the guys who've had an opportunity to coach?
8: Well, ironically, you know, uh, Draymond's been uh, part of the reason for two of the final fours and three of the Big Ten championships and, uh, you know, almost 100 of the wins. So he's been a big part, you know, and uh, it's kind of fun, as you said, to have a guy like Jay Rich Came out early and uh, did such a great job. And then uh leaves was my other guy, and so I put him right in that, uh, you know, two, three, four guy as the greatest players I've coached. And uh, I think uh, I think you're going to be, like I said, tickled to death to have him around.
2: Well, coach, we know in the NBA that when if a Michigan State guy is on the roster of a team, we know he's got some good heart. We know he plays defense and he plays the game the right way. And you're a credit to the sport and I thank you for taking some time with us.
8: Well thanks, Tim. I appreciate it and I'll be I'll definitely be a Warrior fan. My buddy Marucci still is out in San Francisco, so I'm sure I'll get out to see him play uh, either before my season starts or after and I'll look forward to meeting you then.
2: I think uh, Mariucci wants you to come out and play some bocce. I think uh Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was
8: with him this week <laughs> up in Iron Mountain, uh, Yeah, that to get it with Delphalton and Marquette. I've come out to that bocce ball. won it with John Madden one year, so uh, I, I might have to take you on sometime.
2: All right. Thanks, Coach. See you too. All right. That's Tom Izzo, of course, legendary coach of Michigan State, talking about Draymond Green. And now uh, joining us live on the program to talk about his uh, first NBA draft as a general manager is Bob Myers. And uh, I know that you're looking forward to a sleep. <laughs> and uh, but, but tell me how it went for you.
3: Well, um I just was caught up on the word sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: it, oh man, Tim, it was great, really. If I had to use a word, I wish I could pick a better one, but great will suffice. And uh, thrilled about seven with Barnes and thrilled about 30 with Azalea. And Draymond Green was just, he used the word steal, but you, you, man, we're we're thrilled that he was there at 35 and that find uh, Onion Kuzmich, who's we're going to keep on overseas uh, at 52. If we could have scripted it, I think this is what we've written on the board. So we're we're ecstatic, Tim. Couldn't be happier. Don't uh, don't judge by the tone of my voice or demeanor. I'm just tired, but we're we're
2: excited. Tell me about uh, Harrison Barnes and how many different scenarios uh, did you have where he was going to be there at seven?
3: We didn't rate him the seventh best player in the draft. We had him way before that. So we were, um, I guess, cautiously optimistic that he might land in our lap. We identified him really early, as did a lot of teams. He was talked about as as high up as two, going to the Bobcats at one point. So for us, it was really more of a hope um, than than a reality for a long time. And then we thought maybe there's a way, might be a way he gets to us. But um, when you have scenarios like that, it's easy to see something like that land in your lap and pull the trigger. What you spend the majority of your time on, Tim, is talking about uh, your contingencies. Should something like Harrison Barnes not be there? That's an easy one. Boom. Take Harrison Barnes. But if he's gone and uh, a couple other guys we liked were were not available, we had a variety of uh, trade-back scenarios that, to be frank, we were not thrilled about. You'd like to draft at seven. I think, uh, ultimately, if you're that high, trading back basically says you didn't like what was there. So the fact that we drafted, are thrilled about Barnes, uh, is, is a good thing, a good thing for our fans. I think all the three, all three, all four of the players we drafted are winners, and um, that's big. This team needs to win, and uh, we think we got some workers and guys that will bring the right culture to this organization.
2: We know Harrison Barnes is a great shooter, but what else of his game do you like, and what, how will it translate to the NBA?
3: He's a great athlete. Tested, I think, at the top of the charts at the Combine in Chicago. He's a long player, 6'11", and three-quarters, I think, wingspan, 6'8", big for his position, rebounds at five rebounds a game. Great athlete, 39-inch standing vertical, so he is a prototype three. Um, Shoots the ball well, doesn't have many deficiencies. He does need to work on some things, as does any NBA player, any rookie but he will one of the things we heard most common about Harrison was he was always in the gym early stayed late committed to his game he was a 4.0 student in high school so he has the pedigree and um we're thrilled we think he's got a high high ceiling and uh, has spent some time talking to his coach prior to the draft and his words were of all the players drafted in that 2 to 6 range or thought of in that range he thought Harrison had the best chance at being an all-star and i think we would concur with that so absolutely um very pleased with, with drafting Harrison Barnes at 7.
2: Before I ask you about uh, Festus Azili, just overall in this draft, were you surprised that there were uh, not as many trades as some people had anticipated?
3: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I think um, don't let that make you believe that there wasn't trades proposed, that there wasn't trades on the board. Man, we, we it's it's really, I guess when I went into it, Tim, I made a lot of public statements that we'd like to, make a trade, consolidate the picks, and we we had a, many proposals either presented to us or that we presented to other teams. And it, it I think if you if you would if you had just came to the draft and didn't know any of that history, you'd just say, "Well, the Warriors didn't do anything. All they did was pick 7, 30, 35, 52."
2: And I I heard uh, that you had told the press out here on the other side of the building that when the Warriors selected or had the seventh pick that your phone was ringing off the hook.
3: Yeah, and I, the reason I said that was um, the fact that Harrison Barnes was there. Right. I think it wasn't the number, it was the player. So I think to see the reaction, I mean, and I'm not going to get into the details uh, of some of those conversations, but I can just tell you that it was it was more than I expected as far as what do you want for the seventh pick? Basically, what do you want for Harrison Barnes? But The fact that Harrison Barnes slipped that far, so... Um, Look, I don't know if people are being honest with me or dishonest, but I got a a lot of text messages saying great draft and you stole Harrison Barnes. So, look, um, we hope so.
2: Tell me about Azili and and, uh, listening to him. I talked to him a few moments ago, and and his coach uh, raves about how far he has come. Is that part of the attractive uh, thing for Festus Azili is the fact that he's just starting out as a basketball player?
3: Yeah. He, um, again, great character. We've, we did a lot of work to him on all these players and and we have a great staff and again it was myself and certainly we have an owner we're lucky to have an owner that loves loves the game of basketball so he was in the room with us and given his opinion we we have the logo of the NBA in the room which uh, which is always a, a nice benefit to have a guy that's seen and done quite a bit in his career um, a great staff and assistant general managers and Kirk and uh, Travis and we had Larry Riley in there Larry Harris it was a great great group of people so I I can't take credit for all the background and research we did but we all collectively got together and identified you know probably of the sixty players ten or eleven that we said these are our guys and we really drilled down on those players we brought in festus azili took him to uh i think i took him to dinner uh, with kirk and um he uh in five minutes spending time with him you you realize he's one of the most genuine players we we came across uh, we interviewed him also in chicago and he's a big fan. Everybody, it's funny, when you're in an organization and you go into a draft, everywhere you walk as a general manager, somebody's got a piece of advice. At the In the last two days, I almost just wanted to sit in our uh, hide somewhere in the facility because I didn't want to hear who we should take or what we should do because you just get overwhelmed. But I can tell you, Festus Azalea, if, if, if uh, we had a fan favorite... Um, in our group, amongst the coaches and the trainers and everybody that came across him said, we have to find a way to get Festus. So, very happy that we got him. Were you surprised he was there at 30? Yeah, I was, Tim. We had a couple different scenarios where we were attempting to trade up to get him. You just can't find that type of size. Uh, we think that late in the draft. He's talented, um, athletic, big. He's a big, big boy. and um, We were We were surprised.
2: I'll I'll give you some advice. I think you need to work out some more players next <laughs> year. You, know, you didn't work out enough players <laughs> oh, this <man>. year. <laughs> uh, oh 60 Oh, sixty seventy—that's not enough. <laughs> oh, man, uh, you guys had a squads in here. Uh, uh, Draymond Green. You know, we just heard the end of the interview with Tom Izzo, and he raves about him. Uh, NBA draft. net calls him the ultimate glue guy. He and in talking to him, he you know he says, "Hey, whatever whatever you guys want me to do, I'll do." You mm-hmm. know, he just seems like that kind of a kid.
3: Well, the thing you recognize with, with um, Draymond Green is that he, uh, in the drills and in the three-on-three, and just carries himself well, very poised, and his team would always win. I mean, we were mixing up the teams, and we'd say, put Draymond Green with so-and-so and put him against so-and-so, and he'd win. And um, who doesn't like winners? I, I, I think it's interesting. I think when you evaluate the draft, sometimes people get intoxicated with athleticism and length and potential, and they forget that... It's important to find guys that know how to play basketball. That's what you're doing. That's what you're drafting for, guys that can play basketball. And Draymond Green, to me, it's a travesty. He's there at 35. I don't understand. I think he's um, a tremendous basketball player. All he did was win in college. All he did was lead his college uh, in rebounding for his career. And um, he did did it on a winning team, in a winning program. I don't know what else you can expect from a guy like that, plus
2: great kid, great worker. We're 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 very excited about him. Our big ten player of the year. And then at fifty two, Aljnan Kuzmic is there, seven foot one, two hundred and thirty one pounds from uh, Bosnia and of course plays internationally in Spain. Uh big guy and as you pointed out before, a guy that you don't necessarily have to bring over right away.
3: How do you pronounce his name again? (laughs) 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 Kuzma. Did you have to practice that? I do have to practice that. Yeah, I had to initially, too. We love him. Uh, He's been in our facilities. He's uh, been hanging out, and um, we needed a player that we could put overseas and help develop, and this one, obviously, is from overseas. So um, he might play on our summer league team. He's a big, big big kid, good skill player, and we have the patience now with our roster. To let somebody develop overseas, and that was ideal for us and again size seven seven feet without shoes, I think seven one in shoes you can't if you're going to take a shot fifty two that's that's who you take a shot
2: on, yeah, you know, it's funny too, because I always tell people if you look at the end of a a bench of a team playing in the conference finals or an n b a finals, you know there's always. That one extra big guy, he's always there. He's always there. He's the insurance card right there.
3: Oh yeah, and and you're right. And 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 nobody is going to complain about having three seven footers, and it's crazy. We um we we have on this roster now, I would believe three seven foot players at the center position. That is a unique thing to have, and that's a luxury to have, and um gives us a chance to have hopefully a. A guy at the end of the bench in the playoffs, like you said, you know, that'd be nice.
2: You know, in, you know, instantly you're a better defensive team with that size. But I want to, how do you do that? How do you? What are the mechanics of drafting a guy and then not bringing him over?
3: He doesn't go on your books because the player either agrees to or is already currently playing overseas with a club. So that that's nice. Doesn't count as a roster spot, but you own and hang on to that player's rights. So if they ever want to enter the NBA. They enter into a contract that you negotiate with them. So it, you don't—I guess you do—own them in a certain sense. You still have to come to terms on um, a contract with them, Tim. But th- you're not obligated uh, to bring them over and pay them a certain amount, as you would be a first-round pick for the most part. It's but he—but he could he
2: still play summer league. Yeah,
3: he can play summer league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now a lot of times players won't because they're not under contract. Right. So I mean, obviously he's—he um, may or may not. But again, he. He's he's thrilled. Uh, Onion is thrilled, and he, he probably would play every game and do whatever we asked him to do, so that's good.
2: Speaking of summer league, uh, roster pretty much in, in being set as we speak?
3: Well, I was working on that, and then Raymond Ritter, our PR guy, said come <laughs> in here and talk to you. So I guess so I looked at would, it for a minute. If we hey, lose at Vegas, hey, it's my it's fault. It's your fault, Tim. <laughs> if we don't have a team out there, i got to put you on the floor. Uh, uh, no, no, RC, uh, RC, my knees no, are gone. No, RC look, is you know what? I think one thing I really want to emphasize is I'm just one guy, and mine, just because it says GM or whatever next to my name, not one person can't do this job, um, and I can't do it by myself and don't pretend to. So the fact that we have great people, Travis links in there with Kirk doing the summer league roster right now, and half the calls that were proposed tonight, I'd hand the phone to Travis or Kirk. or Jerry's in there giving his opinion on picks. So I'm just one person, and um, it, without a group of people that, like ours, I don't think we would have achieved the success we did. And again, it's it's uh it's exciting to do it with people you respect and people you like, and and to have a guy again like Jerry West in the room and Larry, Larry Riley and Larry Harris who've done it before as general managers. It's um, it's been great for me to, kind of be a part of the whole thing.
2: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Travis Slank. He's we the conversations we've had over the years. He's always talked about bringing, uh, good guys, good high character guys, and that seems like you did that in tonight's draft. You know, it's, everybody
3: talks about winning. And, uh, like, it just happens. It doesn't just happen. Winning takes work. It takes effort. It It's a process. Sometimes it takes time. But slowly, if you do things the right way and you work the right way and you put in the effort, and I've said this before publicly, um, you cannot ensure success, but you can deserve it. And I think over time, we're getting to the point where we're going to deserve that type of success. And I think it's a credit to guys like Travis who recognize character counts. And obviously, talent counts. You can't—if uh, character counted, you know there'd be a lot. There's a lot of great people out there, but a lot of great people can't play basketball. So, having both is certainly a benefit, and we think we attained both of those qualities in every player we drafted this evening.
2: So, after you uh, catch up with some sleep and get through the uh, the down period, more work to do. I thought there was going to be a down period. I don't know when that is. (laughs) Free agency starts in 48
3: hours. So somebody said to me, what a. They said to me. It's two days? That's a down period. Yeah, it's. No, no. Tim, somebody said to me, I don't even know what time it is right now, but somebody said to me, um, so free agency starts on Sunday. And I said, no, free agency starts Saturday night at 9 o'clock because that's when free agency starts, 9 p.m. It's 12 a.m. Eastern. Why it starts at 12 a.m., I have no idea, but. If any any uh somebody any,
2: some general hey, manager back east wants to be on some of these doorstep I mean, at, at twelve a.m.
3: a.m. I said a.m. can we make this 9 a, 12 p.m. <laughs> east Coast so it's nine a.m. Can we start this whole deal at nine a.m.
2: That's oh, the one geez. rule I've asked to change and <laughs> they will not change it. So there you go. Uh, well, good luck with that and congratulations on your first draft by all counts a very good draft for the Golden State Warriors. And we're very excited to get a chance to meet these guys when they uh, come to town.
3: Me too. We're excited, and thanks for having me on, Tim.
2: All right. Bob Myers, Warriors general manager, completing his first NBA uh, draft as we continue with our draft special brought to you by Cash Creek uh, Casino Resort. As uh, we thank uh, Warriors PR man Raymond Ritter for uh, bringing him in to – help us out with our draft show. As we wrap up this final part of the segment, so we had a chance earlier tonight, in, in just outside the Warriors' war room, I had some access to the logo, Jerry West, who uh, talked about uh, the Warriors and their first of three selections in the 2012 draft. Jerry, you've been a veteran of so many draft nights. Uh, how did this one go?
6: I think it went well for us. Uh, and there's always things that maybe you'd like to have in a little bit different order, but... I think we really got three quality kids, Um, not only the quality kids, but they do have ability. Um, One of the things I think this team was lacking is toughness. We got some toughness in this draft and uh, we got skill and that's exactly what we need to be able to get to a point in time where we can compete every night. We need depth and quality players and we think we took a big step uh, tonight to accomplishing
2: those goals. What does Harris and Barnes bring to the table?
6: Well, you know, he's one of the most gifted shooters in the draft, okay? And, and I think one of our strong suits is uh, shooting the ball. Um, and he adds another shooter to us. Uh, he has athleticism. You know, he's, he's a big kid, big wingspan, got a 40-inch vertical jump. Uh, that doesn't mean you're going to be a great player, but uh, he, he was highly coveted by a lot of teams, and we feel fortunate to have, have him there at that position.
2: You mentioned the toughness, Azeeling I- I- and Green. Is that what you're talking about there?
6: Oh, yes. Well, we needed size desperately um, and uh, also toughness. Draymond Green a terrific player in the second round. Shocking that he would get there to us. But these drafts sometimes produce results. Sometimes you just go unexpected. And we're very, very pleased with what we did tonight. Azeely, a big kid, uh, he has school record in Vanderbilt. And most people look at Vanderbilt and they don't understand that they've had some tremendous teams down there. I think they had three kids drafted tonight. Uh, in this draft, so uh, they play quality basketball, and, and he's another wonderful kid. Uh, lives in Sacramento, and I think what's really interesting about it, two of these players really wanted to play here, Azeli mm-hmm. and also Harrison Barnes, and uh, I think it tells you that maybe we've taken a step forward in terms of a perception about what we're trying to accomplish up here. Jerry, Jerry thank what? you so much. Thank you.
2: Yeah, Jerry West, uh, uh, talking to yours truly earlier tonight. It has been a long night and a long day here. And our NBA draft special brought to you by Cash Creek Casino Resort. But if you have a a boy or girl that's trying to improve their game, don't forget the Warriors are offering special basketball camp sessions for boys and girls ages 7 through 15 in several locations throughout the Bay Area, including the Warriors practice facility in downtown Oakland. Each session includes two tickets to a 2012-2013 Warriors home game. For more information, go to warriors.com. Online registration is available. And Summer League coming up on Friday, July 13th on NBA TV at 5 o'clock. The Warriors take on the Lakers. Saturday, July 14th, 3 o'clock against Denver. Wednesday, July 18th at 7:30 Warriors and Miami. Friday, July 20th, 5:30 against the Chicago Bulls. And then Saturday, uh, July 21st at 3:30 against the New Orleans Hornets. I, Tim Roy, thanking all of our guests on tonight's show, including the Warriors Director of Scouting, uh, Larry Riley. Uh, David Aldridge from NBA.com, head coach Mark Jackson, the Warriors pick at number seven, Harrison Barnes, thanking uh, Damian Lillard of Oakland High and the Oakland Rebels AAU team now of the Portland Trailblazers and Jared Cunningham of Oregon State, a San Leandro guy who also joined us on the show, Festus Ezeli and Draymond Green, the Warriors pick at 30 and 35, joined us on the show, as well as their coaches from Vanderbilt, Kevin Stallings, and from Michigan State, Tom Izzo. Warriors general manager Bob Myers, who gave us a great effort, despite the fact it's been an incredibly uh, long week for him. Sat down and answered all of our questions. Of course, Jerry West, who you uh, we just heard from a few moments ago. Don't forget, if you go online or go to iTunes, you can hear this in show in its entirety. We apologize for a lot of the technical issues we had tonight. But you can go to iTunes on your SoundCloud, download the show, and listen to it at your leisure. I, Tim Roy, as always, it's my pleasure to broadcast to the greatest fan base in the, the NBA, and that is you. the fans of the Golden State Warriors. My producer is R.C. Davis, thanking Scott Ryman at the controls tonight for the show. I'm Tim Roy. Draft night 2012 is officially over. Summer League is next at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, nabbing Harrison Barnes at number seven to highlight a draft of four picks. It should be a very interesting offseason and a very exciting summer. Have yourself a great night, and we will talk to you hopefully sometime in the preseason next year. And thanking all of our guests, and the Warriors Draft Show has been brought to you by Cash Creek Casino Resort.